kind of crazy. I didn't realize how much it sapped my energy. Like I'll still be, I'll be able to record, but I'm just like at this time of the day, I usually have like maybe half more energy than I do right now. And I know it's just because of the fucking sun. Man, you need to start getting your body acclimated and adapted ASAP because it's yeah. only going to get hotter. I, what know. the UN said, this is the July has been the hottest month in, on, in, on record in human history. Oh God, I'll kill like, myself. <laughs> I fucking kill myself. This, that's insane. Yeah, do I just have to spend all my time outside now so I can get used to the heat? <laughs> I just have to sunbathe in my yard now. <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know if that maybe it works that way you just need to absorb enough like solar radiation so you mm-hmm. become the human torch you know yeah yeah get, get them <laughs> cosmic rays and that'll that'll protect you right okay i'm like googling how to get used to hotter temperatures <laughs> <laughs> googling oh how to survive climate catastrophe <laughs> how to survive killer heat <laughs> turn down the air conditioner no thanks prepare yourself <laughs> mentally oh my god being active in the heat these are all so drink plenty of water spend more time outside oh yeah i am buddy <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> Um. <laughs> I like that uh, Google is like they're giving you all this information that's just meant to to kill you. you yeah, know? just like yeah. Google. How do I get used to hotter heat? How do I survive killer heat? I don't know. Have you tried spending more time outside? How about in direct sunlight? Drink less water. Your body becomes weaker the more water you drink. You become addicted to it. <laughs> yeah, wear lighter clothing and eat more food and drink more water. Wow, didn't think of that. Really, that's actually what I was missing. Not eating and drinking water and staying hydrated before I went outside in the fucking sweltering heat. Try drinking like a like replace all your water intake with hot coffee. Oh yeah. Oh my god, not the devil juice. <laughs> I am so good. Y'all can have that. <laughs> uh well you might be proven to be correct in the future um global communist uh empire where there no no coffee, no bananas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I will be the banana commissar. Let me tell you guys that. I took notes on every motherfucker who started crying about how I'm, they don't want to be a socialist if they don't have bananas 24-7. I'm going to... You're, you're getting re-educated first, folks. <laughs> In response to that, Matt Chrisman on, uh, on, on Chapa, I think, had the actual correct response, which is that, like, it doesn't actually fucking matter because there's not going to be bananas in the near future uh, no. because of climate change. And you can thank capitalism for that, not communism or socialism yeah. or yeah. whatever. Right. Like, like yeah. it's you don't you don't get to keep capitalism and bananas. You will still not have bananas, coffee or other forms of global trade uh, yeah. in the in the very near future, because not because of socialism or authoritarian communism. Communism, but because of good old-fashioned uh, capitalism and imperialism. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I mean, that whole discourse was so frustrating. Did, have we talked about this on the pod yet? No, no we haven't. Have. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I, I'm i like, so I'm trying to work on an essay well, well, and doing a lot of research and talking to some people because I am interested in the anti 
anti-degrowth position where I'm not, I'm not anti-degrowth, but I am against a lot of the arguments that people throw against degrowth because they also remind me of arguments that people throw against Luddism and, and, and also of like abolition of tech and this idea that if you, once you make something, it's here forever, we can't roll it back, we can't limit it, we can't restructure people's relations to it. But the banana thing just kind of drove me insane because I thought this would be such an incontroversial, uncontroversial idea um, you know, given that we have such a beautiful phrase in our language like banana republic. <laughs> you know, people given- think that's just a, a yuppie store in the mall. Like, I, I don't do think people, people really actually stupid. know what Banana Republic is, or or if they have some inkling that like the United Fruit Company or a Chiquita are a fucking like uh, authoritarian, uh, brutal yeah. dictatorships in yeah. Latin America. Like, they if they if they've heard any inkling of that, they have filed it away as a not my problem situation. It's just it's it's. One of the things that kind of baffled me about, like, you know, we, if you listen to this pod, you probably agree with the basic idea that there are lots of things that would be nice to have for different types, for different groups of people, for different reasons, and that you should apply some basic scrutiny to not to just say whether or not we should have the thing in maximal amount, but what are the consequences of having the thing in maximal amount, right? And when it comes to certain types of foodstuffs, there are real consequences, that we should talk about or think through or explore to having various foodstuffs on demand 24 seven, right. That have influences on, you know, what certain countries are exporting that have influences on how our food system is structured, you know, how we transport food, how we uh, consume it, you know, how much we waste. Right. And that socialist abundance does not have to mean the levels we have at capitalism and more it can mean less by figuring out what people actually like want. Like we put like one of the numbers that was flying around, we produce like we produce enough bananas or enough bananas are brought into this country that you could give every American pounds and pounds and pounds. Does anyone that I know that, you know, that listens to this podcast, eat pounds of bananas. <laughs> <laughs>